Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ma'am, I had no disagreements with him up until the day he fled the home. We never even had an What's argument. What's fled the home mean? Uh, on Friday morning on the 8th of November, I busted him stealing money from my purse. And How did you bust him? This is the plaintiff, Raul Morales II. He says he met the defendant at work and ended up renting a room from her in her house. A short time later, she accused him of stealing $900 cash. He didn't steal a thing, but moved out because he wasn't comfortable there anymore. The defendant went around telling everyone at work he was a thief, which he isn't. And he's suing her now in this court for the security she owes him and for defamation in the total amount of $5,000. This is the defendant, Valerie. She says she busted him stealing cash from her. And when she told him she was going to tell the world he was a thief, he fled her home. She filed a police report. The defendant got mad and entered her house, destroying her things, including punching a 55-inch flat-screen TV. And he's owed nothing. She's accused of filing a false report. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $2,643 for damaged belongings. All parties, please do your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated. Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, Mr. Morales, how do you two know each other? Uh, we previously worked together. All right, and um, when you say previously, how long ago? 2018. Okay. So you end up um, renting a room at her home when you're still working together or no? No. You're no my father there. was working there. I got the job from my father. And he still worked there okay. with her. So you get the room and you're paying how much a month? Eight fifty. And you pay a security deposit of eight fifty. Yes. And what happens? Um, she started like texting me, and she's telling me how she, you know, she keeps misplacing. One day she misplaced a certain amount of money, and two days later she missed. She started texting me saying that she missed that she lost nine hundred dollars. Can I see your the text? Yes. 
While he's looking for that, why don't you tell me what went wrong between you two as uh, yeah. roommates or housemates? Ma'am, I had no disagreements with him up until the day he fled the home. We never even had an What's argument. What's fled the home mean? Uh, on Friday morning on the 8th of November, I busted him stealing money from my purse. And How did you bust him? I woke up about 5.30, 6 o'clock. I snuck downstairs. He was in the kitchen, leaning over the table, in my pocketbook with my wallet on the table. I asked him what he was doing. He claimed he was looking for mail. I said, in my pocketbook? How are you looking for mail in my pocketbook? He then picked up a Yankee trader off the table and left the kitchen area through the dining room, went back upstairs Wait, to his did you room. see? did you bust him stealing your money? I didn't see him with actually any money. I saw my wallet on the table. He was digging in my pocketbook. After he left, the pouch that contained $982 Why was do you have $982 in your pocketbook because downstairs? Because I had taken money out of the... Uh, no, why is it downstairs? Because I have this bad habit of leaving it in my work purse in the kitchen on the wall against the phone. Right, but why? You have a roommate. Like, I mean, I, you know... Well, I also have video cameras in the house, but... Oh, so did, is he on video rummaging through He should have been on video, except the video was knocked out on the... I went to bed on the 2nd, November 2nd, November 3rd. There was no video. The video How was completely How was there dead. no video? The video what was What do you not, mean by the phrase knocked out? I have, like, a video surveillance system that covers eight cameras that what cover the What does the phrase knocked out mean? Oh, meaning no longer operative. I'm very sorry. What does that mean? Did somebody take a bat and hit it, or did, um, is your stuff just not short, working? No, I thought it was shorted out. It wasn't working. We had no... It just said on the screen, offline, meaning that it was no longer recording. And were you able to get it back online? Not until I called uh, the tech. And when the tech came out, I thought that the storm knocked it out. The tech said the hard drive was missing from the console. According to him, the hard drive is missing. May I see that in writing from the tech? I only have the replacement. Yes, I have the bill from the tech. If it's just a bill for a new hard drive, that doesn't prove the hard drive was missing. And I, I later said I should have gotten That might prove that the hard drive had to be replaced. But let me see your bill yes, anyway. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I kind of threw that. Just a second, sir. There's no question pending. Okay. This is for the hard drive. This is for the installation. I'll give you both. On November 8th, there's a text from her to you. The money I made yesterday at Village. What is Village? That's the place that we both used to work at. The, that's the kid. Just what kind of place is it? The it's taxi a taxi service, service ma'am. Okay. At Village that I left in my Your money Honor. pouch downstairs in kitchen chair has also grown legs and walked away like the pouch with cash and check in envelope. Something's up. I either have a ghost or somebody's robbing me. Difference this time is I have discovered it in the middle of the night. Also, if possible, I'll take the rent. He answers, you need to stop taking your pills and drinking alcohol with them. Maybe you should first start by stopping that, then maybe you'll start to remember where you stash your blank. You're obviously hiding the money on yourself, and no, I need till the 10th day for rent. I don't have it all at this moment. The day for rent was the 11th. The day for rent was the 11th. No, the has, 10th. You answer, has nothing to do with my money disappearing. I left the money in the kitchen chair. Please tell me what taking a pill and drinking has to do with my money disappearing. I've been drinking and taking pills for years. <laughs> If you have nothing productive or constructive to say to me, don't say anything to me at this point. He answers, I don't know, but you're starting to annoy me now with this whole losing blank and then accusing everyone because you're losing everything. To which you answer, I did not accuse anyone. To which he answers, I'm not a little kid. I know someone is insinuating when they keep bringing up the same thing. And this isn't something new. You're always losing things. 
Uh, it goes back and forth, and then at some point he says, who loses their money? Who does that? Not me. Sorry, but that's one thing I don't ever just lose. I don't lose money two days in a row. There's a problem when things like this start happening. This doesn't sit well with me, and I will probably start looking for somewhere else to live. When do you say he stormed off or fled, as you that said? morning, the 8th. What day? November. That was a Friday. She told me to leave. I have a question for you. Thank you. If you saw him rummaging in your purse, why isn't any of that texted? Why don't, why are you talking about, hey, money's missing instead of, you know, I caught you with your hands in my purse. Why aren't you texting that? I was talking to him upstairs because when he left the room, he went back upstairs. I don't know what that means. That's not an answer to my question. It is now, you told me you woke up at what time? 5.30, 5.30, quarter six. Correct. Six this is 6.36. This is an hour later. Okay. And if you found him an hour ago with his hands in the cookie jar, then I expect that what you're going to say is, wow, I'm missing money. There must be a ghost or someone's robbing. I'd expect you to say, the heck were you doing with your hands in my purse? I'm missing money from my purse. In fact, if you caught him, if you really did catch him with his hands in your purse, I would expect that the first thing you do is check for the money. I did. And What? After he fled the after he fled the kitchen through the dining at room at five in the morning, whatever time I started texting him, I could be off on the no, time. No, 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 no. You're not texting him. He's in front of your face. His hands are in the purse. Yes. Why don't you walk to the purse and check for the money then? He fled the area. I stood in the door talking to him. I stood in the hallway talking to him, leaking into the kitchen. He's over in my purse against the wall. I said to him, what are you doing? He said he was looking for Listen mail. Listen, what, what do you keep touching there? What are you doing? She wants me to calm down. She okay, wants it me doesn't to matter. Calm down. I don't mind that you're excited. Thank I'm you. just not understanding you. Yes, ma'am. I, I was startled, first of all. My heart's pounding because now I know this so guy's in my purse. So what did you do between 5 and 6.30 when you start texting him, hey, money's missing? Timing might what have did been you off. Do? Okay, I didn't do anything. Did, okay. I was standing at the door. When you text him, yes. how come I don't see as the first text, where did you go? Why did you leave? Why were your hands in my purse? Why is it that what I see instead, get him back up, please. Why is it that what I see instead is, wow, there's got to be a ghost in here or something because now this is two days in a row that I'm missing money. It sounds like you don't know what happened to your money in the text. It doesn't sound like you caught him. I, what was the word? I busted him. Like, it doesn't sound like that when I read the text. Well, I started texting him shortly after he fled the area. Yeah, that's when it's even more guilty. I caught okay. him with his hands in the purse. Yes. I busted him, and he fled like the common thief he is. Did you call the police? Yes. When? Saturday. Saturday? Yes. Did you call the police on November 8th no, at 636? No, because when he fled, he said that that's he, Friday. If, he, if he saw me in the streets... He would do me. I do. And then you decided you you didn't care if he did you on Saturday and did call the police? I I did because after I explained to some people that we knew, they insist that you have to make the police report. I said, it's not going to bring my money back. My money's gone. Why are you saying uh, this is a mystery that needs solving if you literally caught him with his hands in your purse? Did did she catch you with your hands in her purse? No, and I was... Right, and did you flee when she said, I'm going to tell everyone at work what a thief you are with her nine... Did you flee? I left two days later after I tried to make amends with her. She tells me, no, you're no longer welcome in my house. Get your stuff and get out. That's what she tells me. Because I didn't want to just leave like that. Okay, and I'm telling you I don't steal. I believe you that you don't steal. That's what you have me say to you at this point. I have my own stuff. I don't need your little bit of stuff. And then she says, you put yourself in my shoes. Then you decide what you'd be thinking right now. Money doesn't just disappear, especially when they're in the house and I haven't gone anywhere. 
So again, please stop. The more you try to explain something that has nothing to do with you, the more you guilty you sound. Consider that. Why are you saying, I, I don't need your help. I've Sorry. done this without you my entire career. All right. Why aren't you saying, you know you're guilty, that's why you fled. What were you doing with your hands in my purse a moment ago? Why isn't that coming out? You know why? Because it didn't happen. You didn't see him. You didn't bust him, and you didn't see him with your hands up. You think he took your money because your money's missing. You haven't found it, and he's the only other guy there. No, ma'am. May I say something? Just a second. I want to keep reading these. Yes, ma'am. I think it's because I was drinking and I hid it somewhere. Even if that were the case, it should turn up. Can't be anywhere except my room or the porch of the house. I think you meant you think it's because I was drinking and I hid it somewhere. So again, the more you try to justify my situation, the guiltier you look if it has nothing to do with you. Then you should not be annoyed by my sharing the experience. None of that makes any sense. I'd be embarrassed to, of myself to have lost money for the second time in one week and you lost your weed the week before that. I'm sorry, but it seems like a pattern, and it's not gonna get any better, especially if you continue to drink alcohol while taking all those pills. That cannot be good for you. To which you answer true. But again, it has little to do with things. Disappearing um, here in the house. Women has everything to do with it, because if you weren't drinking, you'd know where you stashed it on yourself. I don't actually drink that much. I only take one or two or three shots for the evening, along with a few tokes with you. You worked on Rikers Island? Yes, ma'am. You were a what? Retired corrections officer. Corrections officer. Yes, ma'am. I mean, there is literally hours of text and not one mention of hand in the cookie jar. When he left the kitchen, he ran upstairs to his room. I never saw actually any monies in his hand. My money was in the purse when I went to bed. Not only did that money disappear, this purse disappeared in October. It was later discovered in the closet after he moved out in November. This person in what had, closet? In the pantry closet. It had 250 What's the pantry seven, closet? Is that pantry, only his or is that his and yours? No, it's in my pantry, in my kitchen. Okay, well, what was it doing there? The pouch was found after it disappeared in October, second week of October. So this you pouch, found one of the things you said he took? Yes, ma'am. Was there money and, and... The monies was missing, but the reason I know there was $257 in here is because whenever I stash money in the pouch, I write on the pouch how much money's in the pouch, the date, the time that I put on in the pouch. On the pouch? No, I put it in the pouch. I write on the deposit slip, and I put it in the pouch, and? the date, the time, and the amount of monies. This pouch went missing in October. I discovered the pouch in the pantry closet 30 days after he moved out. I was glad to just get the pouch back. And then you find out there's an additional $137 missing from a desk drawer. He tells you over and over again to check your cameras. That's why you have them. He had knocked them out. They were offline already. You keep saying that, but again, you have no evidence of that. You're correct. I asked you to show me how yes. someone stole the hard drive. There's a missing, because that's nefarious. Yes. If there's a hard drive missing, show me how someone stole a hard drive. I, and you don't have that. And if someone stole a hard drive, you'd have that. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You have a safe, but you put the money in different pockets and pouches and purses all over? I only, ma'am, it's a large house. All I right. live alone. It's mostly just me there. So, yes, am I lax about laying money around? I won't deny that. You shouldn't be anymore. I will not be, but I have no reason to lie here. 
Yeah, one reason to lie is that he wants his security deposit back. Right. And he's suing you for his security deposit, and your defense to giving it back to him is to say that he stole $928. No, no, that's yes. not why I'm not. No, ma'am, that's oh, not why, why are I'm, you not giving him back his security deposit? Not because he stole the money. I'm not giving him back the security because he destroyed property in my home. How did he destroy? Tell me about that. How did he the destroy property? The television in the living room, somebody punched it. When? Um, I don't know when. I discovered it after he moved out, but there was only he and I in the home. I had no right, visitors. Right, but wasn't the police there when he came back to move? Yes, and I okay, believe... Okay, so if the police were there, the father, how did he punch it? Yes, he punched it prior to them coming. When did he punch Somewhere it? before the 8th, because no. he fled. See, if, someone, if I walked up to my TV one day and saw a punch, I'd know when I saw that. I didn't see the punch until the 20th. He moved out on the 10th. I can only Look, can tell I you the truth. Can I see a picture of the punch in the television? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Let me see that. So you blame him? Who's the lady who keeps trying to interrupt us? That's my daughter. I'm sorry, Okay, sir. go ahead. <laughs> Your Honor, um... I'm looking for another picture now of the TV before it was broken. Um, I wanted to say I didn't even notice it, and I wanted to ask if she has time after someone moves out to look for damages. Yes, yeah, you should be. First of all, in circumstances like this, I would expect you to be looking around for things, you know, already. But the problem is a proof problem. You're trying to say he punched my TV, but you didn't even notice it until 10 days after he was I gone. Not. This also doesn't look like a punch. This looks like something hit it when somebody was, you know, carrying something and some, something hit it. So that that becomes just a little... Yeah, you could, you could claim it a year later. You could claim it four years... I, four years, two years later. Um, but... You know, you're going to have a proof problem if you don't notice it in all that time and he's not there and other people are there. There has in been no one there. That's no, just I'm it. sure. Nobody else. All right. Yeah. Okay. In small claims court, because your deposit will be used to pay. Oh, you tell me. You have a lawsuit against him, a counterclaim, where you are asking for $850 for the TV, $400 for a security system, $200 for the filtration canister on the fish tank. $130 for Giorgio Armani glasses because they're scratched, so you think he scratched them. I believe he did. Where do you get that? Because what they evidence were, do you they have? Were not, I don't have any physically. They were not scratched when I've had three okay, pairs. Do, uh, okay, do you time. understand? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I do. I like do. how silly that sounds. All right? An alarm sensor, a squeegee. How did he ruin your squeegee? He tore it apart and bought it to me and told me it fell apart. Would you like to see the squeegee? Okay, so this is while he was still living there. Yes, ma'am. This is you. I feel really sorry for your sorry blank. Kiss my blank. I told everyone at the village what you did, and I'm going to continue to tell anybody who mentions your name to me what you did here. Have a nice life, or see me in court, you piece of blank. He answers, what TV? We did a walkthrough with the police on 1110, and there was nothing mentioned about a television. And you say, you piece of blank. You know you broke the TV as well as up the, the fish filter. Do you want your money? Take me to court. That's the only way you're getting a dime from me. Until set time, please leave me the alone. And then I blocked them. Because if I didn't block it, there would be a lot more text messages than that. Your Honor? Uh, you're accusing him of breaking a vase. When did you notice that? Because 30 days later, you hadn't noticed that. No, I did. And this is a letter that <sighs> I gave Show me any... Uh, the damage that you say he did in your text is the TV and the filtration. I've seen a picture of the TV. Do you have a picture of what you're talking about with the filtration canister? Yes. What did he do to the filtration canister? He disconnected it from under the uh, fish tank, and he turned it upside down and took the gasket. The gas, and then plugged it back in, so now it's running. It's just leaking water under the base of the fish tank. Tell me how you didn't notice that. 
because it's a huge fish tank. Give her this. I'm sorry. If there's water leaking from the bottom, how do you not notice because that when the police in, are there? It's in the living room in the corner, in the far corner. It's a large well, home. Well, but if there's a leak where water's leaking on, the, is that carpeting or wood? No, it's wood, but the tank right. is all Doesn't the way over. Right. Doesn't it start to, to collect? No, ma'am. It did. It was starting to collect. This has a base in it. There's a base in it, so there was water all on the inside of this. What do you think he did? What is it now? He turned the canister. Where's the canister? Did we give her a can? No, I need the one. Did you give it to her? No. That's a vase. They're here. The canister's here. There's wait, a canister. wait, wait. Give me the vase. Your Honor. This is, stop. This is a vase knocked on the ground and cracked. You didn't notice that until it how many days later? It was pushed in the corner. It was pushed up against the radiator. When I went, when I went to mop the floor, it fell over, and, that's how, and I saw it broken. Maybe you broke it. No, ma'am, I didn't. I would tell you if I did. I it have no reason It fell over. Maybe I'm, you broke it. That's the Bill Okay. What is this? That's the canister. I can't tell That's how big it is. How big canister. is it? It's big. It's like a it's like a garbage can. It's right about this size. One, your honor, sir. your honor. You like that? And what do you say he did to it? If you see the other picture, did you give it the one where it's turned upside down? You'll see the gasket's missing. It's missing the gas. Yes, that's the one in your right hand. Look at the four corners. A little gasket is missing, and you think he went to your fish tank. No, I know he did Lifted that. the thing. Yes, ma'am. Took, took it out. Four little rubber gaskets. Took the one on out. It. One gasket is missing. Reconnected and it. And you believe that he, and by ga you're calling it a gasket. It's just a little rubber pad that yes, goes on the bottom. Yes, but if it's not in there, so the water runs out. So he removed a little rubber pad from your fish tank. That doesn't sound nutty to you. A little rubber pad from your fish tank. And so now he's responsible for damages for this because a little rubber pad is missing here. As opposed to, to if we went by my house and looked at the four legs of anything and one of them would be missing somewhere. Okay. Oh my Your Lord. Honor, when you're done with that, may I? He's, he's suing for $4,150 for defamation of character. Talk to me. Well, my father and her both worked there at the same time. My father had multiple employees coming back to him saying that she was telling everyone, oh, your son, oh, we heard your son stole all this money from Valerie. Like, just multiple employees from Village saying that she's telling them that I stole. Do you have any priors? Yes. For any, what are they? Nothing for robbery. I'll be the judge of that. What are they? Um, possession, assaults, and uh, sales. Okay. Nothing related to theft. Nothing related to theft. All right. I, yeah, I, I, but there's no evidence you stole the money. I don't believe what she says that your hand was in her purse. I, 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 even, if, even if you were looking for mail on a table where the thing was in her purse, the evidence is so clear that every time she turns around, she remembers more money that, to me, this is completely unreliable, and I find there to be zero evidence to prove that you stole that money. Thank period. Okay? Thank you. So you are entitled to your $850 security deposit returned. Now, she claims that you did all this damage. Most all of this damage, except for, I guess, the squeegee that fell apart, most all of this damage, most of them are on there once you filed a counterclaim because they never came up until now, including things like there's a scratch on my glasses. He must have done them. There's a piece of rubber on the four rubber base of this, so he must have done that. I mean, it's just nutty. And no, no, on your counterclaim against him, we are done. And I am telling you, I am issuing an order, stop. Because it's one thing for you to feel he's a thief, but now I am making a judicial ruling that there is just zero evidence that he took your money. 
So now you must stop, okay? Because he may have a defamation case after this, all right? You don't have a $4,000 defamation case based on the fact that she feels you stole her money. You do have $850 in your pocket from your security oh, thank you. deposit. That. And you have zero on the counterclaim. That's yes, my point. Well, the plaintiff is going to get his security deposit back. Valerie, you couldn't substantiate or prove any of your charges. You made a lot of charges against him. I did, but they're all true, and it's okay because I believe in karma, and what goes around comes around, and it will come back around. Okay. But okay. you understand why you lost. You just didn't have the right evidence. Yes, I understand. But okay. no one else lived in a home except he and I, so I'm okay. certain that all the damages that were occurred, he indeed caused them, whether I won here or not. Thank you very much. All right, Mr. Morales, you didn't get more than your security, but you are going to get that. Right, that's, that's pretty much, that that's was my goal, to just at least get my security deposit. $800, right. Right, and now I have a, a chance to, uh, if she does open her mouth, sue again for defamation of character. All right, well, let's see what happens. Well, okay, thank have you very good much. Day. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, Pleasure very good. <laughs> Harvey? You know, what I'm, what I'm thinking here, Doug, is that there wasn't solid proof one way or the other, uh, whether this plaintiff stole money, um, that it was all kind of up in the air. It turns out that he didn't. Uh, and that's why the, he didn't get money on defamation, because there was no proof going into this thing. Now we know she's on notice. If she does it again, she's going to lose it. That'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Paula Fernandez. She says she purchased a townhouse from the defendant, and he didn't tell her there was a terrible termite problem in the entire building. In fact, the reason the defendant sold the unit was because of the well-known termite problem. If she'd known about the issue, she wouldn't have purchased the place. Now, she's out $1,900.97 in fumigation and cleaning fees. And she's here suing for just that today. This is the defendant, Herman Montenegro. He says the unit or the building had no violations attached to it, and it was only after the closing with the plaintiff that the management company decided to fumigate the entire building. At the time of the sale, there was nothing for him to disclose. He thinks he'll win this case with his eyes closed and doesn't owe the plaintiff a dime. He's accused of bugging out a buyer. The defendant has fought a counter suit for $700 for lost wages and time wasted. All parties, please take your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says the townhome she bought from the defendant was infested with termites and says that the defendant knew it when he sold it to her. But the defendant says the building had no violations at the time of the sale and all her issues were after the closing. It's the case of you really bug me. Okay. Ms. Rana or Ms. Fernandez Rana? Fernandez Rana. Fernandez Rana. Mm -hmm. uh, you bought a townhouse? Correct. And you bought it in September of 2019? Correct, September 12th of 2019. All right. The closing was scheduled for when? Uh, it was September 12th. And when had you actually bought it? I had, well, that was the closing. When did you go into contract? Uh, August 10th. August 10th. So that was pretty mm -hmm. quick. Okay. Um, after you move in, what happens? 
Um, you bought it from the defendant. Correct, correct. He did not use a real estate agent. He sold the house himself. Mm -hmm. And How long had it been for sale when, you, when it went under contract? Actually, not long. How um, long? Do you know or no? Um, Two weeks. How long? Two weeks. So you had put it for sale when? Um, End of July? Uh, How did you place it on the market? I went to Zillow.com and listed. Great. So when did it go on Zillow? You don't know. Do you no, know no. when you yes, saw the, it on Zillow? The house was listed for sale on the MLS on July 29th. Okay. Does that sound right? That shouldn't yeah. be so hard. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, what happens. You move in and what happens? Um, a few weeks after moving in, one of my neighbors approached me and said, what are you doing about the fumigation? And I said, what are you talking about? She said, oh, didn't Herman tell you? I said, no. She said, the entire building, the building, the structure has eight units in it. And she said, the entire building has to be tented. There are now three units in the building, and this is a few weeks after I moved in, that all have termites. It had started in one unit, but the termites had spread to two more units. And um, we were told that there is no way to spot clean, that the entire unit had to be tented. And Herman knew about this, and he had agreed to the tenting all the way back in July. I have emails um, between him and the property manager where they discuss it, and he agrees, yes, he what are do those, the What are the dates of those emails? Uh, July. It was into when July. When he agrees, it's what date? It's July 28th. Okay. Ju and the next day he puts it on the market. Yes. Two days later, he puts it on the market. Okay. So uh, suffice it to say, you never discussed any of that with her, right? Yes, yes. Um, to clarify, my house, my townhouse at the time, did not have any termite. It was termite-free. And also, there was a lot of discussion between me and the association. But this never was a, a, a fact. It was never an special assessment. It was always a talk, oh, let's try to find out, let's try to find a solution. Let's see what we can do, et cetera. Okay, and at some point you do tell them, well, I guess if everybody else is doing it, then yeah, okay, I'm in. Yeah, because according to But the then law, the very next day you put it on for sale. Well, so I you weren't it, really in. No, I put it on for sale because I have a job offer. I didn't know it was going to be sold in two weeks. I mean, I, there's no way for me to tell That's right. that it's going to sell in two weeks, one week, one month, two months, et cetera. Right. So my main point here is that this never ended up being a special assessment. Right. It wasn't something that was levied against your unit as a special assessment. Exactly. It was something discussed. You filled out a seller's disclosure, correct? Yes. Do you have the disclosure on you? I do. May I see the disclosure? Yes. Each of these units, each of these townhouses has a different address? Yes. Yes. They're actually independent. Everything is independent. Um, but they... They're not independent because they no, share they all walls, share walls. And, a, and a roof. Yep. And um, here it is. And when so let's read before you go on to the next thing. I'm, I'm gonna, sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I know this part doesn't help you, but we're going to discuss it anyway. Termites, because that's the sec That's number two on the mm -hmm. official disclosure for Florida. Are termites, other wood destroying organisms, including fungi or pests, present on the property, or has the property had any structural damage by them? Answer: No. And that is the address of your specific unit. Do you have any evidence that there were termites at that address? No, not okay. at the address. Now, has the property been treated for termites, other wood-destroying organisms, including fungi or pests? Answer, no. Do you have any evidence that his address had been treated for termites or anything else? No. All right. He didn't lie here. I did not. I wouldn't want to be your friend because I think you're, you play fast and loose with the rules. 
I think it's reprehensible. I would never, I, I live by the following motto. If you have to ask, disclose. I'm a, I was a lawyer for years. I was a prosecutor. You'd sit there, you'd look at the evidence. Do I have to show this to the, if you have to ask the question, you disclose, right? Because you don't want problems. You don't want bad juju, right? But what I have to decide here is not whether he has to meet his maker at the pearly gates and explain the seediness of a decision not to share that with you. I have to decide if he violated the law. So if he lied here, he violated the law. He didn't lie here. I did not. Yeah, I don't need a cheerleader. So, <laughs> and, and you're not okay. doing too well with me personally, so just zip it, all right? All right? So he didn't lie. So now there's another question, right? Which is, did he somehow create some legal obligation for you that you had to abide by that he should have told you about because it affects the value of your place, right? Mm -hmm. So yes. let's discuss that. Yes. Was there a legal obligation just because he said, to, there's no disputing that he told them, yeah, okay, I'm in. I've seen the emails. He doesn't dispute it. He told them, yeah, all right, I'll, you know, I'll pay my share. He goes, well, all right, if everybody, did everybody else say yes? All right, if everybody else say yes, I'll say yes. Right. Uh, can I mention one thing? Yeah. Um, two of the other homeowners uh, did not want to go along with the tenting. So what happened? The they um, went to court and they lost. And the judge said, and the, um, the pest control person from Orkin, the representative came and, and he testified that once there are termites in one unit, then at they, this they, point, they're going to spread. They're going to spread. Right. I understand you that. But see, that's a thing. different issue. That answers the following question, mm -hmm. which is not in front of me. Can a homeowner's association compel the resident to go through the termite tenting that mm -hmm. they schedule and specially assess? See, when you live in a, con in a townhouse mm -hmm. or a condo, you are subject to their special assessments mm -hmm. that they come up with at some point. Right. You may not like it. You can fight it in court. If they're overreaching, you'll win. But if it's something like this, you probably won't. Mm -hmm. But that's separate and distinct from the question that I have to ask mm -hmm. here, which is, does his telling them okay create some legal obligation for you? Or was there a legal obligation there anyway? And he didn't create anything. Well, you see? Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. What did the Homeowners Association, where do they stand on all this? What do they say they said or did? Because you had a title lawyer, mm -hmm. right, who did uh, due diligence. and So yeah. what do they say? They okay. say they sent your title lawyer something talking about the imminent they ten, sent uh, tenting. The original estoppel, which was in the closing documents for, on September 12th, when I bought the house, did not mention anything about, about the, the termites. termites. But then they but claim they, they sent it to your lawyer. Yes, they um, claim they caught the mistake, and they included um, the verbiage that um, that the owner, Herman, had agreed to the fumigation, and that the fumigation would take place. After closing, so they so they provided you a copy because you 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 had great due diligence. You were constantly constantly uh, asking them to give you emails between Herman and, and them. Right, and, and I didn't get that till October. Right. So I never saw it, and I have an email even from my um, closing agent that says, "I never got this." And did I don't they ever buy. provide you with proof that they gave him that? No, no.
So they were trying to cover themselves too. But the, the statement, if I can find it here, um, specifically says that Herman had agreed to the I understand. And An estoppel letter is to kind of like saying, hey, listen, these are problems you should be aware of. And so they're claiming that they sent an estoppel letter to your lawyer, mm -hmm. really your title agent, who happens to be right. a lawyer. He was a lawyer, yeah. Right. Uh, to your title agent, and they right. have his email on the estoppel letter, and they claim to have sent it to him, and he claims to have never received it. Yes. I don't know who's telling the truth between all of them. That's, you know, that's between all of them. Right. But I have one issue to decide here today. And the one issue is, is there anything he did that created a legal obligation in you to have to pay for this? And there's nothing he did. Just telling them, yeah, I'll pay for it, doesn't matter. The best proof of that is what you contributed to me mm -hmm. a moment ago about how if you had fought it, you wouldn't have won. If they had come up with it, there's nothing. If he had lied here, mm -hmm. shame on you. If there had been a special assessment and you didn't know about it, shame right. on you, because this has a form right. for that, too, a place for that too. Right. If there had been anything other than his flapping gums, then then shame on you. But his flapping gums create no legal obligation. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you could have done the same as those guys did, mm -hmm. and held out for as long as you wanted, and right. then you would have lost also because you are the present owner, and when they're deciding to do it, you're the person who's the owner. But even if I don't feel good about him not telling you about his discussions, mm -hmm. that's not enough for me to say, you gotta be kidding me. Pay her $1,900, the cost of a fumigation, the cost of boarding your dogs, which, you know, how does he know you have dogs, and the cost of cleaning up afterwards because you didn't want poison gas around. Mm -hmm. You know, I can only order him to do that mm -hmm. if there's a legal obligation he breached. And there isn't. It wasn't a special assessment at the time. It was just a conversation. And you could have said, well, I don't care what he said. I'm the owner now, and I say no. So even, and so and even, then what would happen is there'd be a special assessment, and you'd have to pay it. So even though... Even though this chit-chat about a potential liability, chit-chat isn't a liability. Now, so, you may have a lawsuit against the HOA. I don't know. But, you know, nobody wants to sue their HOA when they just walk in there and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you want to tell them, listen, I, you know, this is wrong. And you, you owe me, you know, for this money that I had to go. You didn't send it to my lawyer. And you did. Don't nod. Just stop. Just don't do anything. All right. <laughs> you didn't send it to my lawyer. And, you, you know, you, you should have. And um, I don't. I don't want to do it, and, uh, and I'm not going to do it. I don't know that you'd fare better than the others, because when something has to be done in a place you own, you got to pay. So now you have a counterclaim against her for $700? Yes. For what? Um, I lost work. I'm supposed to be working today, and I'm missing that payment. I got a way you might not have gotten sued. Be a better person and just say it. Tell her, hey, I just found out yesterday the whole place had to be 10. But you didn't. You know why? Because you wanted to sell it at the price you wanted to sell it, and you didn't want to take a penny less. That's why you're here. She has a litigable case. It's not like she made up a lawsuit against you. You're winning, but that doesn't mean it's a preposterous case. She's not paying you one penny. On your lawsuit against her, zero. Unfortunately, on your lawsuit mm -hmm. against him, the same. Okay. I think it's just one of those things, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things. Do you like the place? I love the place. Good, good. I love the place. Good, all right? Good luck to everybody. So, both parties failed to prevail in their respective lawsuits. Ms. Fernandez, you got a pretty good legal explanation of your mm -hmm. basis and where right. you stand here. Right. 
What do you think? Well, I'm very disappointed um, because I think that I did have a very, very strong case. I, I understand what the judge said, and we have to accept it. But yeah, You I, thought it was strong. I thought it was very strong. And oh, so, she pulled it apart, though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. So. But she said you might have a case against the HOA, but uh, yeah. that may not be the best thing for <laughs> right. you. Yeah, at this point. Okay. <laughs> Thank you Thank very you. much. Thank All you. right. Mr. Montenegro, do you feel guilty by not at least alerting her? Uh, no. I played by the rules. I did what I had to do, and I have no remorse. Okay. The judge agreed with you. All right. Thank you All very right. much. You Thank can you. sign some documents. Harvey, what you think? Well, despite the law requiring disclosures of problems, when you buy a townhome, anything like that, don't just check your unit, check the entire building.